it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I am super excited to bring you a new style for the podcast, something that we haven't done in a while. I guess about two years ago when the podcast was pretty brand new, I brought on some people to kind of walk through where they're at and where they're wanting to go. And today we have another one of those episodes. I have with me Amelia and she is an artist. I actually found her work on Instagram and I immediately connected with it. And so I reached out to her and said, Hey, what's up? How long have you been doing this? And all sorts of things. And one thing led to another. I said, I want to bring you on the podcast so we can jam on your strategy to growing your art business. So Amelia, with that, welcome to the podcast. And would you take a couple moments and introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. Um, at first, thank you, Jamie, for that introduction. I, I appreciate that. Um, well, I'm Emilia. I'm an abstract artist. And I pride myself in being able to possess the creative ability of bringing my happy place to other people's happy places. So, um, yeah, and, and I've started completely online. Um, I didn't have, I guess, you know, like the brick and mortar all in-person type thing um, to like jump into the online from there. Um, I just completely started online. So it's been quite of a, a learning process and, and I'm having a lot of fun along the way. That's awesome. So how long have you been doing abstract art? And when you say you've kind of jumped into the online space, you mean that you've never sold your work face-to-face or at at shows and things like that? Correct. Um, Never had an exhibition or show or I haven't been in galleries. Um, I guess if you want to count friends and family to be in person, but (laughs) I I try not to count them because I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on other things, but um, I started seven months ago um, and I've been creating art all of my life. It's just I recently decided, you know, this is what I was meant to do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I jumped into it. I started posting my art on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I only just started recording my art process videos, like videos of me making my art mm-hmm. um, on YouTube and IGTV. And so I feel like that helps me connect with the audience more and so cool. So cool. I mean, that was what I saw. I saw one of your videos and that was like, I'm like, this is just fun. Like I feel like inspired to do it. So how did you decide that you were going to use social media first as like the first entry point versus going and starting up a shop or, you know, collaborating with somebody who was more established or things like that? Like, how did you make the decision to, um, to get to start with the social media? Well, I first started, I, I bought this book um, called How to Sell Your Art Online by Corey Huff. 
and it was it kind of served as an instruction manual for me. Um, I saw that it was possible that other artists could do this online, um, that they have really fruitful careers um, by just selling their art online. And so I really became intrigued with the idea of becoming an independent artist mm -hmm. without galleries, without, you know, that, I guess, contract that's tied to me. It's just, it's all me. 100% of the profits go to me and my growth. And um, at least for starting out, that's how I like it. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I'm open to it in the future. Um, but I feel like I need more of a foundation to build off of like more just more art yeah yeah no that that makes very good sense i think that it's a very solid strategy i think that there's a lot of really great things that you can do when you put not just your final works in front of people but you put the process in front of people and that is something that there's a little bit of a an imposter syndrome that comes about when you say, I am going to record myself and put this online. Can right. we talk a little bit about that process? And if it feels too vulnerable, trust me, the listeners are right there with you and we're all in this together. Oh no, I've definitely felt that. I felt that because, you know, I've doubted myself. Like I didn't go to art school. Um, I've taken art classes growing up in school um, and I've made art at home, but, you know, there's that aspect of it where you have, like, a missing credibility behind it, um, and so it just, it's all in your head. It makes you feel like, <laughs> <laughs> am I real? Is this real? Like, but no, it's, I guess it comes with time. It just dissolves, but um, I have felt that. I have felt that, that I need like confirmation or something, but, but I know that I don't, I know that this is a, a field where you can teach yourself a lot and there's a lot of resources online and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. people like you and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what have you done to push through? Have you just said, I'm going to post this anyway, or have you done multiple takes and said, I'm not doing, not going to post this one. What kind of things have you done to get yourself to actually post those videos? Well, I start by just filming it on my phone or my laptop and or my tablet, and then I edit it later. So any little thing that I didn't like or something, um, I, I keep most of it in there. But as far as like posting uh, in my feed or stories, yeah, I, I do do a few retakes, but um, I guess it's just confidence comes with time too. Um, but sometimes I just do it. I'm like, oh, what the heck? I'm just going to post this. That That's great. I mean, that is that is allowing people to see the real you. And there yeah. is so much more when you can actually see the artist and you can see what's going on in, behind the scenes. It makes it much more likely that someone's going to be wanting to buy the piece of work, especially with abstract work, because with, with something that's a, a landscape piece or a portrait piece or things like that, that are very obvious what they're supposed to be. If you can get yourself into the shoes of the artist when it's an abstract piece, that helps, I think, a lot with people saying, yes, I want one of her pieces in my home. And so I'd love to know if 
how, I mean, how the, how the sales process is going from, um, from Instagram or from Facebook or from YouTube, like when someone sees your stuff, what happens next if they want to buy a piece? So most of the time it comes from the comments or I get a direct message um, mm -hmm. from the post. And so I try to spark conversation. Um, I get pricing requests sometimes and I'm a little hesitant to just answer them right away with a price because mm -hmm. I kind of want to get to know them a little bit or I want to see that they're a real human and not a scam or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's pretty organic as far as how the messages come. Um, I just try to be as genuine as I can, um, put myself in their shoes. There, there may be some nerves or like they may be hesitant about reaching out mm -hmm. and so um, I do run ads occasionally and I set a call to action button um, for send message and from there I get a lot of messages mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it, it comes to me from there but also I reach out to people as much as I can um, and I make sure to reply to the comments because I know that from there, you know, there could be a potential sale. Right. Absolutely. It makes really good sense. It's it's one of those things that you just have to keep at it. And I think that's the same with anybody, no matter what industry we're in. If we pick a strategy, we pick a method, we have to keep at it and right. know that not every day is going to be just sunshine and roses. Some days are going to be a little bit slower and, you know, and those are days that you just have to kind of recenter yourself and not worry so much about what other people are saying and what other people are doing. And, you know, I think that one of the things that's so cool about using social media as your primary delivery platform is that what you were saying of like getting to know the real person and having those conversations because I don't know about you, but I know some artists don't post everything that they create on social media and somebody might be interested in one of your pieces. And once you get to know them, you introduce them to something else that you've created. I don't know if that's something that right. you've done or, you know, where, you know, where you like to take those conversations. In the beginning, I was a little hesitant. I didn't know what my style was really. So I was like, do I really want to post this? Um, there was less confidence behind it. But now I feel like I've found my style. I'm more confident about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm posting everything, every little thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> the finished artworks as far as that goes. Um, sometimes work in progress photos. I like posting um, in situ shots. So once the customer receives the artwork, mm -hmm. they send me a picture and I'm excited to show that. It's like proof almost. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I, I, I try to get as much out there as possible as well as show some of the behind the scenes to make yeah. it fun and not just, oh, it's just all pictures of art. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I really wanted to do with this conversation, and I hope you and the audience really enjoy this, is kind of what's next and how do we grow from this organic online, you know, social media strategy and the few ads that you're doing to 
make your name a household name, not necessarily like massive scale, but make it a household name so that people are seeking you out, whether it's for commission work or for learning opportunities or for speaking opportunities, whatever it might be. How do we go from posting and sharing your work to that next level of business? I mean, have you thought about what you want to be doing after you get established? Again, that's quote unquote, because you are already doing great things. I just was curious if we could jam on this a little bit of kind of like looking into the future and kind of some strategies. Oh, yeah. Um, So I'd like to get a website going pretty soon here, Mm -hmm. um, as well as continuing to run ads and funnel traffic there to the from the social media to the website. Um, I'd like to have some exhibitions of my art maybe like a co-artist type situation um i'd like to travel and (laughs) incorporate that my artwork with travel and um i don't know i guess the possibilities are endless and and i just i'm taking it like one step at a time but also um really looking forward to um the possibilities, I guess, um, of that. So I guess I don't really have a concrete answer as to where, what comes next from this, but I know that the website will help. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it'll help me become more established and then I'm open-minded. Anything that, any opportunities that arise, I'm open-minded to it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking that you want the website to do for your business? I want it to act like a personal gallery, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, as well as, you know, the checkout system, the plugins, people can find me and, um, see my work and, um, just, a uh, uh, it gives me like a sense of credibility too, that it's there and, that it's something tangible versus just it's up in the air. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people that don't favor a verbal transaction and they'd rather just go to the website. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know that it's definitely going to change the game for me. Yeah, absolutely. I think a website is a great process, a great next step or, you know, soon step. Another thing that I think would be really beneficial for you is to start an email list. Yeah. And starting an email list doesn't mean it has to be overwhelming. All you need to do is decide what you're going to do. You, You say, okay, I am going to start an email list, my lead magnet, which, you know, people like to get something for free when they sign up for an email list. And I don't love the idea of giving discounts. I don't think that that's a good way of starting. What I'd rather see artists do is to share a way that it would be better like when someone get buys one of your pieces, what is it that they need to know? So this is your cheat sheet for how to how to hang my work, or this is the type of wall that my work looks best on. This is the best type of lighting. So you give them a piece of information that's going to help them 
enjoy your work better rather than saying, I'll take 5%, 10% off for joining my email list. And so I think that definitely as soon as you start with the website, also start with um, an email list and give away something that's just information that helps people who are collecting your work as, um, as something that they can have once they sign up for your list. Right. Yeah. I really like that idea. Um, I've been thinking about that actually. And, um, I know that there's MailChimp and all these other different (laughs) (laughs) ways that you can do the email list, but, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely love that idea. Um, and, and it seems like, well, well, I've heard from other artists that that's another income stream for them, their email list, but it's also an additional way to connect with people absolutely, um, and show them more of yourself. And, um, yeah. And then you pick, you pick a cadence as to which your emails go out. My emails go out the same day as the podcast episode. So they come out mm-hmm. every Wednesday because it makes sense to have all of my content go out the same day. In your case, you may choose to do it once a week. Uh, you may choose it to, to do it once a month. You may choose whatever your cadence is. You want to make it so that people have good expectation and get excited to open it. And because you have visual arts and you're going to have this website, you could have collections on your website saying, this collection is my June collection. This collection is my August collection. And you can promote them in the emails in that way. Um, and I think that the email list is just a really great tool that people are kind of afraid of sometimes. It's harder to put yourself out in words sometimes than Mm -hmm. it is to just put out your visuals. And so that's something that I've seen some people get hesitant about, but are you open to that? What are you thinking? I am open to it. And um, I feel like it takes a lot to talk about what you're feeling mm-hmm. about the artwork, but once you practice it and get used to it, um, which is what I've been doing, um, it becomes easier. You know what to look for. You know what to say about it. Um, you figure out that there's so many things you can say about it, not just, um, you know, your creative process and how you made it, but you can mm-hmm. say like, oh, I was feeling horrible that day and this is what came out of it and all of my emotions went into it and whatever. And so, yeah, I feel like with an email list, um, it's it's like you can add more to it mm-hmm. um, because it's an email versus, you know, the post, there's a limit because you don't want to make it so long that it's not enticing. Right. Yeah. And the nice thing about an email list is that once someone signs up, they're pretty much on there unless they choose to unsubscribe. And most people, if they've signed up for an email list, they they don't leave quite as quickly as people who may follow you and then unfollow you or connect with one of your pieces and never actually follow you and never find you again. So having that email list is really beneficial, I think. And I tying that to your website and making it so that those are two pieces that you launch at the same time will 
I think really help with solidifying your place in the, in the online world and things like that. Let's um, talk a little bit about some of your other hopes and dreams that you were thinking, talking about with some of the, the galleries or, you know, collaborations with other people or opportunities with other people. Obviously the travel right now is not quite so good. Right. So we'll have to put that on the side burner. <laughs> but where are you, are you thinking um, virtual galleries? Are you thinking physical galleries? Are you thinking in town, out of town? What are you thinking in there? Well, yeah, I, I have thought about um, starting local and branching out from there as far as um, collaborating with someone, showing my work in person. Um, definitely the travel is out of the question. Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen that people do virtual galleries um, in their Instagram stories or mm-hmm. they go live. Um, so that's something that interests me. I would like to do that um, and just treat it like if I'm one-on-one with the viewer and talking about the art, answering questions. Um, That does interest me. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I guess the current situation now is kind of limiting things, but um, just with the internet, I know that there's, there's a way around it. You can do it through video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely can. And I think that that might be a really, you know, I mean, that kind of ties in to this whole growth strategy of once you have that email list, you can st- send, hey, I am doing a virtual gallery showing on this date at this time on my Instagram channel. And you can start to create buzz at which point people then will show up to your show. Because if you don't, if people don't know that you're going live, and they may not show up and they may miss the opportunity. So it's mutually beneficial. It's not like it's self-serving. It's really mutually beneficial if it's someone who's interested in your work. We want them to be able to see your work in action and see, you know, and, and actually get to know you. And having Q&A sessions with artists is always a fun opportunity as well. Um, and that's just, those are just kind of ways to, to engage and to, to grow your, uh, your community and grow the people who want to experience your work. So, I mean, I think that, I think that you're just doing some really great things and it's fun Thank to you. see because I spend a lot of my time working with people who are going from something that they physically have been doing in the offline, in the in-person space and coming online. So it's nice to hear about the growth that can happen from online only. Um, So what I really would love to do before we wrap up is just kind of, if you, if the sky was the limit and you could, and anything could happen in your business? Is it, uh, would it be a specific collaboration with someone? Would it be a gallery showing that you'd want to do it? Would it be um, an invitation or opportunity to do something specific? Where, where would you love to just land? I would love to, yeah, collaborate with more well-known artists because I know that would also, you know, put my name out there Mm -hmm. as well. Um, but the traveling thing really, yes, <laughs> it just calls my name. Um, I've 
I've never seen another artist do this, but um, they probably exist, is traveling, I guess, like living in different cities throughout the year, mm -hmm. um, maybe three or four t months at a time, um, just to mix up the inspiration, just to mix up the ambiance, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that appeals to me a lot, as well as having some assistance and like a team that helps me so that I can focus on the art aspect of it. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't mind being in a gallery or a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess it's just, I feel like I could do a little bit of everything mm -hmm. in my absolute ideal place. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that I think that you're going about it the right way and those opportunities are going to come to you because you're going to put those out there and you're going to say, I want to be an artist in residence in Florence, Italy, or I want to be an artist in residence in New Zealand, or I want to be an artist in residence in Alaska. I mean, like right. it doesn't really matter where, but if you start thinking about where you'd want to be and once the climate changes, those opportunities are going to present themselves and you're going to create a whole new body of work that is living inside of you but doesn't have the inspiration it needs yet. So I just I just love where you're going and I know myself I'm going to continue to watch your journey unfold and watch you create those videos because those those just inspire me. And I want everybody else who is listening to be able to follow you as well. So can you share your social links and then we will wrap things up. Thank you, Jamie. And yeah, um I'm on Instagram and Facebook as Emilia Bachelier. And I'll have those in the my... show notes. <laughs> so you can just click yeah. on those. And it's just my first and last name. Um, and YouTube as well. Just first and last name. Um, simple. That works. That's awesome. That's awesome. And Emilia, I think that one of the biggest gems of podcast listeners is that podcast listeners listen to more than one podcast right. and listen and you know are in this space and so whether you have just started listening to something else or you are, are a fanatic for a bunch of other podcasts I'd love to know if there's any podcast whether it's been business or art or anything else that has inspired you in your journey or that you have on while you're creating or you know just kind of something that might inspire um, interest for the listeners. Yeah, the of course. Um, I listen to The Abundant Artist mm -hmm. um, and I think it's one called Art Marketing Online. There's a lot of different ones around art marketing and selling art online that I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, yeah, anything revolving around you know, helping with an entrepreneurial mindset and art. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at. Um, and I just hop around randomly. I, I listen to different ones. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm into. Awesome. Awesome. I'm sure that other people are going to be like, hey, I didn't know about that podcast. And I will have those linked up in the show notes as well, because I want to make it as easy as possible for the listeners. Amelia, thank you so much for coming on the Expand Online podcast today. This has been super, super fun. Thank you so much for having me, Jamie. 
Thanks for listening to the end of the episode. If you have any thoughts about this episode, be sure to hop into the Expand Online community on Facebook. It's linked up in the show notes. Amelia is in the group and she and I would both love to interact with you about this podcast. Next week, we're going to have a similar topic on the podcast. It is all about starting your art education business online, just like Amelia did with her art sales business online. We're going to talk about it if you want to be an art educator. I cannot wait for you to come and listen to that episode. So if you haven't subscribed, be sure to do that. And I will see you next week.